Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode two of Step by Step. With some skips along the way. These are your hosts. I'm Dr. Ciccone. Mr. Gray. And we have our first guest on our podcast today. The other Dr. Ciccone. The, the OG Dr. C, as the, the Towson Kid crew likes to call him. I love um, that. <laughs> honey, thanks so much for uh, coming on our podcast today. Well, yeah, I'm about, I'm about to reveal some secrets that the Maryland music education uh, community has never heard and may never know. <laughs> <laughs> so today's topic is all about kindergarten. Um, more specifically, the wonderful things you experience and hear when teaching kindergarten and young children music. Um, for the fun folks who do not know, Mr. Dr. Christopher Ciccone used to teach kindergarten general music once upon a time. Um, this was a fun fact that I, I learned Several years into us being together, I think. Yeah, it's a it's a it's a hidden talent. <laughs> um, and so, when thinking about things that we wanted to discuss on our podcast, uh, Mr. Gray and I are big proponents of not only storytelling but being pretty open and honest. And I think that that's one thing that uh, has teachers that really helps um, is just to know that. We have a community and, you know, adding some some humor and, hey, some skips along the way. Yeah, I was just I was just talking to Ashley right before we started about the fact that a lot of newer teachers, they are faced with some incredible obstacles, no matter what the age group. And it's easy for them to think this can I'm the only one that's dealing with this when can be anybody, any age, any year of experience, because it's such a human job dealing with human beings, especially the human beings that can't quite, they can't quite um, handle emotion. Yeah. So sometimes you see things, sometimes you you hear things. <laughs> so uh, while we are all aggressively nodding and realize that you can't see that on a podcast, we are all aggressively nodding going, Yep, that definitely happened in first year teaching. So what better than to share some quite humorous and maybe uncomfortable situations that we have run into. Um, I would like to save our guest story for last because I think it's a great, uh, <laughs> it's a good one, folks. Um, Mr. Gray, would you like to go first? Do you want me to go first? Um, I'll start if that's okay. Yeah, absolutely. Well, um, for this story, first, I have to give a shout out to Dr. Vicki Strayer. She is a music history professor and a musicologist at my undergrad, Marshall University, out in Huntington, West Virginia. Uh, she taught my um, second and my third and final history class, which was, um, it was um, Baroque to, I don't know, from classical to romantic and then romantic to um, 20th century. And when we, when I started with the first course and we started talking about um, Haydn, Mozart, and Beethoven, 
One of the pieces that we had on the listening exam was one of Haydn's string quartets. And it was his string quartet, which is simply known as The Joke. And when I first started teaching, and I was just trying to find something to break the ice, especially starting halfway through a year, I decided to use the final movement of the piece, where if, if you're familiar with it, this is where the joke actually happens. And um, I'll demonstrate it for you all, but when I tell you all, it was a huge hit with my first kindergarten and it's a hit every single year. Yeah, <laughs> by the time it's over, well, actually when, when they start, Oh man. So when I start in the beginning of the year, I tell them now you're you're in my class now. But there's something you must hear as not initiation because I know that just sounds negative, but just something that everybody knows when they're in my class. Right. So I've got a joke for you all, but I'm not going to say it. You all have to listen for it. The music is going to tell you. Mm. So most kindergartners, most of them in the beginning, they they just they want to please you. They want to make sure that they're doing the right thing they just and they they listen and after a while after a while they're just like we don't get it we do not get it but by the end y'all they are rolling on the floor they are turning red they are crying laughing in fact uh since we're on zoom i could share my screen and share some audio uh let's see you might have to give me permission let's see if i can yep uh, host disabled screen sharing. Guys, we have been on Zoom for how many years and we still can't figure this out. Okay. Um, so you are hearing a real life version of us still figuring out Zoom. Ah, there we go. There All we right. go. Make sure I share sound because that was another issue I had. All right. So in the beginning, sounds like this. I won't play the whole thing, but sounds just like this in the beginning. We got this main theme that comes back a couple of times. I don't know this. What? There's no brass in Haydn, so it's not really something I listen to. <laughs> so, yep, um, goes on for a while. Going to skip toward kind of closer to where the joke section should be. Let's see if this is it. All right, so again, by this point, they're really confused. They have no idea what they're listening for anymore. They just don't get it. And then by this point, I say, okay, we're about done. So then I'm like, Johnny, do you think you... Huh. Okay, does anybody think they... Then they start giggling. Does anybody think that they know what... Then they start laughing even harder. 
Then it gets louder. Then I try to talk again and I'm interrupted again. <laughs> Silence. Does anybody think they know? What? And I kid you all not, by this point, they are rolling on the floor, crying, feet in the air, cannot breathe. Oh, man. That's actually genius, though. Like, <laughs> now, have you ever had a class, like, unravel as you're, like, waiting to get to that point? <laughs> like, because I just envision five-year-olds just not really, like listening after like a good 30 seconds and in my mind I just you know like everything's breaking loose in the classroom you know it's it's crazy even last year which was our most challenging kindergarten I think we had in a while because of the pandemic and you know a lot of them didn't go to pre-k or didn't go to daycare most of them I mean there were some uh, now after 30 seconds yeah I lost them but for the most part they listen pretty, they listen the whole, like, maybe two and a half minutes before we get to the actual funny part. And they're holding it well. So, you know, it, you know. It so you just set them up class. for, like, expecting something. Mm -hmm. They don't know what they're expecting. Now, have you ever had any student that was kind of, like, let down or did, like, did it, was it, has it been pretty successful, like, nearly every time? Almost every time, yeah, yeah. I mean, there, there's, there's, there have been maybe two or three that are just like, it's not that funny. But <laughs> have those in the class that are just like, come on. Yeah, but every year it's a hit, and trust me, they don't forget. I've got fourth and fifth graders now that know it. I brought it back just randomly with fourth grade this year, and they were laughing just as hard. You can really do that almost with any age group. Yeah, you can. Definitely. Definitely. Also, that so, would be a great April Fool's joke. Like, yes. April Fool's suggests. Now, how long did it take you to practice, like, how you're going to interject into those pauses? Well, it was actually, it was one of my favorite listening pieces from music history. So, listening to it and especially having to study it because for all for all those that know when it's when you take the test and, and it's the listening test and they well they don't drop the needle by that point because it's not that anymore but they just play it at a random part yeah when you listen to that music so much because you know you have to know who's the composer what are their dates and what are the pertinent um um details about the piece and what you know what it brought it was it was easy for me. I, I knew exactly what moments it was going to stop, when it was going to start, or if that. Even with my even with my co teacher, I just gave her the minute mark on the recording that I okay. have on my phone. And yeah, once you listen to it, it's it kind of just flows. And then the students, something something else that's also interesting. First, they beg to hear it again, and they're able to tell when that main theme comes back because at the end when it's played and and it's broken up the way that it is they recognize it so now they're even getting a sense of form oh they're they're getting us like they're getting a sense of form even even though I, 
at first I didn't intend to talk about it, but they're realizing, okay, that's the section and they're giggling because they know it's that section. It's different from that. Yeah. Um, so as you were sharing about music listening, I was aggressively shaking my head no, because I, th this, one of the Chicones is really good at that and the other one is not. <laughs> um, I am not the Chicone that is good at uh, music listening and identifying composers. I remember trying to study for the Praxis exam and uh, OG Dr. C over here would, would give me like CDs to listen to and was it one of our road trips that we had to study? It was like one of our road trips. And I was like, this isn't what I want to listen to. And he's like, yeah, but you, like, you need to study. And I, was, and I like pulled like a full tantrum that moment. And oh man, I epically crashed and burned like, every single time we would listen to it. And he's like trying to be philosophical. I'm like, you gotta listen to this. And that means it's this era and this composer. And I was just like, yeah, I, just, I would like my pop music, please. Thank you. I understand. You know how many times you know how many times it took it took me to have to retake the practice when I got back to Maryland. So I told I totally it's it's not easy for anyone really. So guys, we have digressed from kindergarten to um going on a tangent about praxis, but I think we all generally feel the same way about praxis tests. Um I will say that I took four in the span of a week for praxis tests for between music and special ed. And I walked into a praxis test and I was, I studied for the wrong test on the wrong day. <laughs> I walked in and didn't realize what test I was taking and I had completely messed up my schedule. Passed with my highest score. So somewhere in there is some sort of <laughs> psychological impact over maybe overstudying and overthinking, but uh, yeah. Um, so our Chaconi stories are uh, less successful and more of like what happens when a lesson gets completely derailed by students. Um, so I was teaching kindergarten. I was, teach I was trying to decide if it was um, pre-kindergarten or kindergarten. So I was teaching kindergarten uh, at a private school and uh, it's, you know, smaller class sizes, but all the teachers know each other. It's, it's a very kind of family-oriented kind of thing. And so we were doing Lori Bruckner's uh, I Know a Chicken with the shaky egg. <laughs> Best, my go-to, hands down. Everyone loves a shaky egg. And then you can go fast, you can go slow. It's just like in a solid blues key. If you're playing guitar, E7, A7, B7, easiest, right? Like you just do like the slap strum. So I'm doing this. I'm like, yeah, I'm feeling really good about myself as a teacher. And like, we get through it. And then the conversations as they do in kindergarten happen. And so then one student and his mom happened to work at, um, at, at the school. And so I call him and he was just like, you know, eggs, right? Like those, those form, those are like chicks. Like that's how babies come, like with animals. And I was like, yeah, babies. My mom has an egg in her belly and completely outed his mom from being pregnant. <laughs> to not only myself, but there were other teachers in the room, like completely outed to everybody that his mom was pregnant. And it started like this whole what every teacher dreads of like, how do you make a baby? How does the baby get in your belly? And you're just like, 
Oh, if I could crawl into a hole right now. And so I'm just like, well, still come from eggs, but congratulations. Are you excited about being a big brother? Great. Like he just kept like standing on the fact that like his mom had like an egg in the belly and like, <laughs> so like it just total derailed moment. And so I was like, all right, shaky eggs in the back. Here we go. Story time, folks. Um, moving on. And yeah, it was just it was one of those like, oh no. <laughs> Somewhere along the way, I didn't it, you know, it's you never see it coming. The derailment you never see coming until it you are already in it and then you're just backstepping to see how quickly you can potentially get out of it while keeping your job and keeping everybody safe. That is classic kindergarten. Especially, <laughs> especially when one somebody shares something and then they say, I have this too, I have that, uh -huh. I have this and that. And I'm just and I'm just like, oh, if you can hear me touch your head, and then they just yeah. go. <laughs> yeah so that's literally what happened is it's like it's for the oh i know so and so who have a baby in their belly and oh i'm a big brother oh, I'm a big, like it just i was like oh man and it wasn't even like my first year teaching i think I, it was like year four so i mean new ish but not like fresh out of the gate and i still had that panic moment of oh crap um, and then, yeah, you literally, with the, the great thing about little kids is like, you can quickly turn anything into a game and redirect them. Not so much with older kids, um, but yeah. So speaking, Chicone, uh, full on derailments. Is it my turn? It is your turn. We've been waiting for this moment. So just full, Full disclaimer, as far as uh, me being on the General Music podcast, and I never, I've never in my life claimed to be a general music teacher, let alone a general music teacher with kindergarten. And so, my very first year of well, my first eight years of teaching, my uh, middle school was on a six-day rotation. So five of those days was middle school band, which was great, but day six was seven hours of kindergarten general music. Oh, God. Seven, seven, seven hours with a 45-minute lunch right in the middle. So I had the a.m. kindergarten classes in the morning and then the p.m. kindergarten classes in the evening. Yeah, we're all cheering you right now. Like, that's and, ridiculous. And for people that really know me and my friends that really know me, I really want that to sink in for a second that I taught kindergarten general music to real humans for seven, seven or eight years. Uh, and so you're talking, you're both talking about like all these great lessons and everything. And I, I wouldn't really consider any of the lessons I did great, but we had fun. Um, and so I wasn't very good at it. And so I always had to try to improvise on like, what am I gonna actually do with these kids? Uh, and so it was a particular day six um, and actually, I do remember that day. And earlier that week, I was actually fired from carpool duty um, because that was my that was my job. And kindergartners like to talk, and so every kindergartner I let out of their car, um, I talked to for like 30, 40 seconds, maybe a minute or two. 
until the point where I realized, and this was a gated community out in Arizona, there was a line I had caused a traffic jam through carpool, out the front gate, up the main street, and, and onto like almost like a highway. And so the first and only time I did carpool, we had to go on a two-hour delay to start school because I talked to every single kid that walked in. It was fun. I had a good time. Um, and so then my principal was like, this is great, Jacody. You should, you should stay in your room. <laughs> and so that's fine. And, you know... <laughs> I was really bummed, but like I, you know, and my dad always said, whatever you do, do it well. I didn't do carpool duty. No. Were you really bummed though? Because I don't think anyone's bummed when they no. have to do carpool duty. It was fine. I started doing morning rehearsals and everything. And so, I mean, I guess if you need to get out of carpool duty, that's one way to do it. Like get, get cause your school to have a late start. I mean, the police came to see what the deal was. It was it was great. And it's all because it literally was that. I talked to every kid that got out of the car. <clears throat> and so later that week, when day six rolled around, because um, it was a six-day schedule, I don't know what day it was, I'm sitting in there struggling on what am, what am, what am I going to do? Like, there's only so many, so many times you can sing down by the bay. Um, and so these little kids walk in, little kindergartners, and uh, the last one, and, you know, this, this has nothing to do with teaching. But it wrecked my whole day. Actually, it wrecked a long, it wrecked, it wrecked a lot of stuff. And so, uh, and, and, and you know, they'll say they'll say the greatest things. And this little kid walked in, and he's way in the back, and he's he's crying to the point of hyperventilation. And so, you know how in kindergarten is every kid has to tell you that that kid is actually crying, like because if I don't have eyes, then I can't see that this boy is having serious a serious problem. And so I get them all down, and I don't remember what we were singing because the day now is something that I, I try to forget. And we're all sitting, and he's still, he's a mess. He's, he's, just, he's just a mess. His tears are all, all over each, I'm, I, just, I, don't, I don't know what to do. I, I, I wasn't trained for this kind of thing. That's why you, the elementary school teachers are my heroes. And so I get them singing, and I'm not quite, yeah, it's exactly, you're, you're amazing. You're like, I just, I don't know how you do it. And so... I go down on his level because that's what music ed classes say to do. And so I get down and I'm like, buddy, you know, I, I really need you to figure this out. Like, what's going on? Like, why are you crying? And he just, he couldn't tell me. He, he kept sucking it in and everything. And, you know, and, and mind you, my kindergarten classes were 45 minutes each. I had each class for 45 minutes. And, and we're about, I look at the clock and we're like five minutes in, in, in to the class. So I get back over to him. I'm like, I, you need to, we need to do something here. Like, and I, I don't know how to be like, what am I supposed to say to this kid? And so I finally get him calmed down and he's like, well, you know, my, my friend over there, Billy, I think it was, the, one was Billy, one was Austin. So I, I don't remember. He's like, he's had a really, really, really bad word. And I'm not allowed to hear bad words. And so I'm like, okay, well, I'll go tell him not to say it again. He's like, well, you don't even know what he said. I'm like, that doesn't matter. And so we go back and we start, you know, I, I tell Billy, like, this is, you know, you got to make better choices. I think that's the other thing that you're supposed to say. And I, um, and I'm, I, I feel like I'm doing really well. And then we're singing, but the, but the other, the little kid starts crying again. And I'm like, listen, you know, I, I, I told him, he's like, yeah, but it's really bad. And I'm not allowed to hear those words at home. And I, and I just really need you to make sure that he knows that. And I'm like, well, in order for me to really understand the situation here, and this is where I fell into it, and this is where my lack of teaching experience came in, because this was my first year of teaching. 
And I said, so what did he say? And it just, you know, the, the crying into it. And I actually, I felt really bad. Like, this, like, I don't want him to cry. And like, you know, is everything okay? And so finally the, the, the little guy's like, well, you know, I can't say it because it, it's rough. And I, the kids are still singing, by the way. Like, I'm, we're off. We're like in two different things here. And it may have been down by the bay. It may have been, I don't know what else I'm saying with those kids. Um, it's such a long time ago. And so finally... He's like, I'm not going to tell you, Mr. C, because that, that, that's what they call me, but um, maybe I can give you a clue as to what he said. And now I'm actually like, okay, come on, like, this is, I'm, I'm tired of this. And I look at the clock, I'm like, it's got to be 40 minutes in, and it was like seven minutes in. Oh, and so, so I'm just like, fine, like, and like, uh, and this is the first kindergarten class. So I lean down, and I'm like, well, how do you, what are we going to do? He's like, wow. I'm really good at rhyming. And I'm like, all right, me too. Let's let's play the game. Let's let's play the rhyme game. So all the kids get really quiet and everyone's looking because now I'm going to get Austin. I think that whatever his name was, he's gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna control, I'm gonna get this kid under control, and we're all gonna be happy for the rest of the day, and everyone's gonna be, it's gonna be great. We're gonna go back to our singing. And so he's like, I, I, I know what to do now. And he's still holding back the tears to the point, you know, where, the, where, the, where, the, where they're like, I can't t t tell you, like he was getting really upset. And so he looks down and, and, and for the sake of MMEA and for the podcast here, um, you know, I won't really say, I'm not going to use the explicit language that came out of this young man's, young, young human's mouth, but it was, it was brilliant. And I immediately knew what the bad word was. Because he, um, I kneeled down and he's like, well, so come here. And the whole class can hear him because you know how kindergartners tell secrets. And it's going to sound like this. <laughs> and so he looks at me and he's like, well, it starts with, it starts with the letter S. I'm like, S? Okay, I'm trying to think. And I can think of some bad words that start with the letter S. And I'm like, all right. And then he's like, it rhymes with, and then my little friend drops the mother of all swear words to me. Oh. And I was like, oh, wow. Oh. And so then I'm like. That swear word starts with F. Yeah. And so then I'm like, so, uh, oh, do you mean the word, you know, and I said, suck. He's like, you can't say that word. That's the bad, that's a bad word. And I'm just like, well, you rhymed it with What? what and he said it again like four times and i'm like i don't okay he's like will you tell him now that he's in trouble and he can't say those words and i'm like buddy yes if it's gonna make the situation better and so i dissolve the situation i don't know what to do and so i do what any good teacher would do i told my principal and i went up to him and i'm like mike I, this just happened i need i what do i do he's like oh i know what you have to do you need to tell that at the next faculty meeting because that's brilliant. <laughs> and so, you know, it was just, you know, there's nothing to do with teaching, but like I, you know, the rest of the day, I'm like, I'm laughing, but I'm also like crying and I'm also like confused. I was 2022. 20, and so it was, you know, it was, a, it was, it was just something. And so I, I'll never forget that. That's one of my, uh, yeah. I guess I had maybe some funny teaching stories along the way, but the only thing that ever sticks out when it comes to kindergarten 
is that first day of my kindergarten, that day six, it was a Monday. And so I wrecked carpool. And then I learned that, um, you know, the kids will say some really interesting things. So hopefully that's a story that's worthy of, uh, of, 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 of your podcast. I enjoyed being on it. You know, I was a little nervous. And then Mrs. Dr. Ciccone here peer pressured me into... <laughs> Solid teacher peer pressure. Um, it, it really is. Like nothing, nothing screams teacher community. Like, please share your funniest, worst story and please be uncomfortable while while doing so. Um, but I think these are also things that we don't always share. You know, like we always think about like the philosophical things of like what great activities. What did they work for you? What did they not? Um, rather than like, man, my class ethically derailed and I had no idea what to do. This kid said this and now the whole class heard it and, you know. But I do love, I do appreciate kindergarten because it's like that sweet spot of the age that like that can happen. And then literally 30 seconds later, you're back to you down by the bay. You know what I mean? Like you're, you go full circle. Like you run the full gamut of emotions in such a short period of time. Oh yeah. All right, folks. Well, I hope you enjoyed our stories. Um, feel free to share with us some of your own stories. Um, nothing screams community like sharing funny things, maybe funny lessons that have worked for you um, because I think that's such a great way to engage students, especially grab their attention, um, build rapport and relationships with them. Everyone loves a little laughter. I'm pretty sure there's like some releasing of endorphins that happens along the way. Um, but yeah, feel free to share those epically derailed moments in teaching um, because, you know, we, we all too want to laugh. <laughs> at um others experiences where you're just like oh yep been there done that yep speaking of sharing um big upcoming event with mmea our building up basics fall in service conference friday october 21st at urbana high school i believe registration has been opened am i right Yes. 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 We did you hear our like yes? <laughs> we all like elongated it. Yes, registration is now open. Um, it's it's gonna be a lot of fundamental basics uh, that I think even if we've had before, it's just a nice refresher. And I also think that our fundamentals and our basics have changed in this weird semi-post-COVID, but not post-COVID times. Um, so we would love to see you all there. Um, feel free to reach out to us with anything. And uh, yeah, stay tuned for episode three. All right, folks. This is Step by Step. With some skips along the way. Thank you all <laughs> so much. Thank you for having me on your podcast. Oh, thanks so much for taking time out of your day to... Uh, walk across the room. <laughs> <laughs> All righty, folks. Have a good one.